I can't remember if you guys got separate rooms or if you shared a room. It's up to you she guys. Shared a bed, like the three stooges. Nice. Yeah, like the, it's cold, man. We put, we put Ralph inside. in the bottom at the feet, like yeah, a yeah. Just sardine. Small, yeah. just to fit him in. Hello, and welcome to episode 200.1 of the Erisable Podcast. Today, we're going to complete our dungeon adventure with Dungeon Master Monica Corwin. Thanks for joining us again, Monica. Mm-hmm. Thanks so, for is Dungeon Master gender inclusive, or would would it be better to say Dungeon Mistress? I think Dungeon Dungeon Master is all encompassing. She, he, they, everybody. Yeah, awesome. So, I think Monica has a recap for where we were last time because it's been a couple of weeks and like so much happened in that episode. <laughs> They're like, I need a review. I'm like, I remember killing something and then a bunch of cool stuff happening. You got killing something so. and yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you don't mind, do you want to jump right in? Of course. Yeah. Um, I'll just give everybody a quick recap and then we'll go over um, what everybody needs to do to set up if anybody hasn't done that. So last time uh, you all found yourself in a stationary shop. You had an encounter with a mimic. You met a, I can't remember what he is, what, what the creature is called. Giant turtle. You met a giant turtle. A turtle? Um, a turtle. You're turtle. right. Turtle. There you go. Yeah, you met him. He was the shop's proprietor. Then you were somehow magically transported to this new world, found yourself outside of a small village in a world that is sort of partially erased and sort of pencil sketched in. You learned how graphite and and like the eraser situation works for this world. You guys were given each an amount of graphite and I think eraser too. I apologize, I don't have my notes, so I, I'm just going to, you guys are going to have four of each. I think you, had, you may have had three last time, but you've got, you're full up this time. So you've got four uses now. Just because, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't find my notes. And DM's prerogative. You entered a village, you found an inn to try to ask some questions, figure out what was going on. In the inn, you met a character. Again, I don't have my notes, can't remember his name, I apologize. You tried to convince him to lead you into the forest, the nearby forest, to find something. I cannot remember if you guys had learned what's in the forest yet or not. Yes. You did. Okay. The Eternal Quill. What is it? Yeah. Oh, the Eternal Quill. So you tried to convince this character to lead you in the forest. He was not convinced to lead you in, but he he was convinced to give you a map. This is so you guys were talking to him. The last thing he said to you guys was something along the lines of, what do you know about golems? And then we ended the last session. We are going to start today in the morning, so you guys have all had a long rest. If you haven't reset any spells that you need, you can reset those, pick new spells. I'm pretty sure everybody's good, though. Make sure you've reset all your stats. And then the the information that he shared, I'm going to share with you. Now he's going to... He was convinced that you talked for a couple of hours. You guys, he bought you guys a round of drinks. And he basically drew a little sort of sketchy map using some soot from the fireplace on a piece of canvas. And at that time, you noticed while you have this graphite dust and this eraser, tools such as pencils, pens, things like that, quills, etc., don't seem to exist in this world. Hmm. Which is why he kind of scribbled. And as he was doing it, it seemed like it was sort of a secret. Sort of, he was trying to keep it a little hidden so people wouldn't notice. And let me 
make you guys a little map here. And I will turn the camera so you guys can see my terrible drawing skills. A world without pens and paper. And mm -hmm. no, I don't want to be you. in this world. <laughs> and so we were able to change, like change spells in the meantime. Like, yep. Can uh, we swap those out? Yep. Overnight, one, you would have been able to yeah. choose ones. Okay. Cool. All right. So the map that he, let me see if I can turn my camera down. Sorry. This cat. Ooh. All right. So we got. Let me close my book here. I feel, like we need, I feel like we need to know which field notes this is. Oh, it's mm -hmm. the, uh, the Irish oh, one. Nice. Okay. And uh, it's got like a Goulet pens sticker on there. Pretty but cool. we don't see the field notes because those don't exist in this world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ralph. It's not, this is canvas. It's, it's, it's our mind's right. eye. Yeah. <laughs> so what the, basically what he drew before you guys separated was the village leads into the edge of the forest. And then he drew a sort of, you got to follow the trail. And then there are specific clearings as you go on the trail. And then he tells you, but he ran out of room on his canvas. The other side kind of goes up to a point. And the temple is supposed to be somewhere in the middle of those clearings. Okay. And did he give us any guidance on like which direction to go, like of those two options? Or do we just kind of have to... He did not. He just okay. gave you kind of the general direction of the forest, and he advised you stay on the on the path. Aha. Okay. Got it. All right. So. Do you want to, real quick, before we get in, do you guys want to just go around and remind everybody what characters you're playing? I can start. So I'm playing Sam Stoneback. I'm a level five bard. Male, human. And that's my character. Do, I, do we give the story? Or, uh, no, or yeah, just generally what you got. Yeah, just yeah. your character information. Then All right. Just... Go next. I am Ralph Ricks, a little elfin thief with a history in bookbinding and a vengeful streak. Nice. I am Andros Golden Bear of the Golden Bear royal family. I am a level five human warlock. Awesome. That's a good reminder for everybody because some people might have forgotten what everybody's playing. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So you find yourselves waking up in the inn. I can't remember if you guys got separate rooms or if you shared a room. It's up to you shared guys. Shared a bed, like the Three Stooges. Nice. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's cold, man. We put, but it's we all put Ralph inside. in the bottom at the feet, like yeah, uh, just sardines. Yeah, small, yeah. just to fit him in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. Andy and, or I should say, Andros and Sam slept normal, and Johnny's character just slept like at the foot of the bed, which is a little, 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 little guy. For 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah got, got a solid 10 minutes. What is it you said? Started... Monica, what is it you said? Like elves just sort of like just sleep for four hours in a hypnotic state? Yeah, they do like a medita the meditative state to reset yeah. their, their stuff. So Ralph perfect. was just sort of like in the corner. Just so perfect. Looking just at staring at us. Like, yeah. <laughs> we didn't sleep very well. We were like, yeah, it's just. You turn just, around, just staring. Like, that's <laughs> creepy. Hey guys, hey. <laughs> what's your dream in the back? Chanting. <laughs> All right. What would you guys like to do? 
Well, wake up, go down to the inn, maybe have a little coffee or whatever the equivalent is in this world. Don't yeah, say there's no coffee. Yeah, yeah there, I hope so. <laughs> so. You walk up and they have the typical arrangement of beers and liquors that are a little more pricey. They also have a very nice sort of pour over coffee situation Ooh. that is actually pretty decent. You know, and I'm just like generous with my gold. So I'm like round of pour overs for all three of them. <laughs> so single origin pour overs. Yes, sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> as far as is this a Honduran blend? <laughs> the human behind the counter is just going to sigh and then she'll like get out a bunch of <laughs> do them individually. <laughs> Gets out her scales. She's like starts weighing out the bean. Cauldron like of. I would say that Sam starts kind of re looking around the room, maybe checking for the guy that they saw last night. And he just kind of wants to take, like, sort of a, take the room in and see what he finds. So, yeah. Give me a perception check. Okay. Okay. Mm. okay. For, for my coffee, so I have no perception. Well, plus, plus for 16. 16? Yeah, Ooh. not bad. Yeah. Um, the guy that was, that you had seen last night is not present. Um, there are a couple of patrons, sort of bleary eyed, sitting at tables. There are a couple at the bar that, you know, still have beers in front of them um, mm -hmm. that just didn't start with coffee. Um, the tone in the room is generally sort of sleepy. Everybody's kind of waking up. Sorry about that. And yeah, you don't really, nothing really catches your eye that seems sort of out of place, but. Cool. So can my character, sorry, talk to the bartender to ask if they have something besides coffee to help you wake up? Yeah, or, of course. In addition um, to the coffee? Yeah, she, she'll like reach down and pull a barrel of a barrel of something and put it on the counter like a. Is this what barrel, we call Elvish like coffee? And it's gonna be she's got a like a really nice bourbon cream. If you'd like to add that to your coffee, yes, please. <laughs> Waking up with an Elvish coffee. <laughs> Pour some of that in your coffee very generously, because because your golden bear friend there was very generous with his <laughs> his round mm -hmm. for everybody. <laughs> So do we need, is there anything we need to gather up or anything we need before we hit the road to go figure this out? What do you guys think? I don't know. Is there any I, reason to stick around or should we just, we just get on with it? I think I brought all of my tools and everything in my cloak. So didn't mm -hmm. do anything in the in room. So should we make a copy of the map in case we get separated? That's well, a great idea. Onto, onto what? Scratch it on some wood. <laughs> just yeah. put on the back of a chair and just take the chair with us. You like <laughs> chop the table up. Use a bookbinding all to draw on there. <laughs> That's indelible. Yeah. Uh -huh. like uh, if you guys had paper yeah, or pencils or pens or anything with oh. you when you and when you came to this world, you would still have those items. I think like have a calligrapher, calligrapher supplies. Yeah, you had, yeah, you guys all each had some kind of something yeah. that had a stationary yeah. element. I definitely had my notebook with the songs and things in it. So Okay. So do we need to do anything to like make the copy or we just do it? You could just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Okay. So we you make the copy. You know who's making the copy? I volunteer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> roll, roll a performance check to see how good the copy is. D20? Yep, D20. Seven. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> Would this be under dexterity? Um, salmon oh, I get negative one. Yay. Oh, no. Crap. <laughs> Damn, guys. We're getting lost, guys. Okay. <laughs> what was the total? Six. Six? Okay. 
So you are able to copy. You can see the general elements on there, but you, you don't give it enough time to... to dry, so it's a little bit smudgy. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's it's gonna look like when you ask like a kid to draw something, but like or like, yeah. hey, you know, write some, write something down for me, and then they're like a three year old that's like, oh, <laughs> I can see it in there somewhere. <laughs> Where do you walk so down the path? Supposed to be a grocery list. Point straight into the woods <laughs> and be like. That's the way we go. <laughs> is the bartender freaking out when she sees this? Like, what is this magic? Uh, when you pull out anything that is notebook, paper, pencil, you do notice that people around the room that are present kind of look a little bit nervous by the presence of these items. Nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. But everybody kind of looks just a little bit nervous about it. Okay. If well, you walked into a bar and just sat a gun on the table, <laughs> get that look about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your gods. I'm going <laughs> to experiment and I'm just going to like hold my notebook in my hand and I'm just going to walk towards somebody. Do what they do. Mm. Uh, I just want to see, what, I just wanna see what happens. Do, uh, which direction? Someone that's sitting at a table? Someone that's sitting at the bar? Yeah. Somebody, uh, uh, no, I guess the bar would make no sense. So like somebody, as, somebody at the bar, like, look, like just amble towards them, holding it and see if. Yeah. Like, uh, so if you walk it towards matter. one of the patrons that are sort of you know, waking up at one of the tables, they've got like a plate of breakfast in front of them. As you get closer and they keep their eyes on you, they do that thing where like dogs are trying not to, are trying to pretend they're not staring at you when you have food and they're kind of looking out the corner of their eye like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of, kind of keeps moving this way as you get close. I was curious, I was wanting to see if they were going to try to steal it from me or if it was like a valuable thing or if it was more of like a dangerous thing. So, you get, you get yeah. the sense that it is dangerous more than valuable. Okay. Okay. My character is generally pretty unaware and a little impatient. So he's like, like, come on, guys. And just sort of like walks very confidently out of the tavern. Let us embark. <laughs> yeah, you right. head out. Uh, it is early morning. You guys got a pretty early start. The weather seems normal, like 70s, like pretty, pretty nice, actually. The sun is shining overhead, not overhead, sort of. To the east of Bell since it's morning. I didn't think about that. The village outside is pretty quiet. When there's a slight fog kind of rolling through town, just, just a little bit as it starts to, to warm up. Break into song and I just sing, there goes the baker with his tray like always. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, you um, stop singing and I'm like about to pull out my instrument. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to do <laughs> a whole, Put it back in. <laughs> All right. So we're standing outside, taking in the fresh air. Sorry, there is a very rambunctious kitten just making mayhem behind me. And I turn to Ralph and be like, hey, pull out that map. Let's try to figure out where we're going. All right. And we are, I'm sorry, remind me where we are. Yeah, so we're at the top of that sheet. And so we're. Yeah, so the village was, so the village and then the edge of the forest here. Yes. And then it restarts on the other side of the map over here. Okay. So that's when you get into the forest. Yeah. Yeah. So we. All right. Uh, so I'm sorry, go ahead, Tim. I was saying, you said that, and so the guy told us that the temple was in between those two clearings out there. So, I mean, I guess we obviously have to make the decision if we're going to all go down one or if we're going to divide up and check both directions and meet back towards the entrance. Or if we're all just, I mean, not, it, it's a bit, it's between those clearings. I'm a little concerned because he said that we need to stay on the path, but I don't know if there's going to be a path that connects them back there or if it depends on which direction we go. So, we, I mean, we're not going to know like, until we get there. He seemed yeah. like he didn't really want us to find it. Yeah. So, so like, could we just beeline right for it? He's like, rah, 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 
we'll have some machetes trailblaze yeah. hope we don't die I, mean, I don't like the idea of splitting up personally yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, we'll add, that's because dangerous. you guys are new at this typically splitting the party not a great idea yeah i will advise of that things things will get complicated storytelling wise if we do this guys <laughs> come on yeah so, so we have a um we have a pretty long way to go so we should probably head off right get into the forest yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. walking walking through yeah. walking through the village walk, 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 walk. try to get to the edge of the forest yeah. cue mm-hmm. big sweeping drone shot of us you know walking <laughs> over the, the hills into the woods <laughs> yeah um, like the hobbits running over the hills yeah uh, when you get to the forest, you notice this place seems a little bit more solid than the village seemed uh, as far as like the way it's drawn or the way like the pencil erase- erasable aspect is um, in there. Yeah, it just looks the most solid that you've seen since you got to this place. Can I, is it can sort I roll... of... Oh, good. Well, you ask your question. See if she answers. Is it, is it consistently better? Or like as we go deeper in, is it getting even better and more solid? Oh, you don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. We're just at the edge. As you walk in, I will advise. I was going to ask if I could roll, like, I don't know if it would it be insight or arcana or investigation or one of those, like, what are you to trying kind to of do? like get, I'm just trying to like, so I was thinking arcana at first, because I was just wondering if there was something sort of like magical about even just right at the entrance to this beast forest to see if there's something about it that we're not aware of. Yeah, you can give it a shot. Okay. What are you rolling for that? You doing Arcana? Arcana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Arcana 9 plus 5, 14. Yeah, that's not too bad. The force doesn't seem to be sort of inherently magical itself. As you sort of, you guys start to enter, like I said, it seems more solid than the rest of the, the world. And as you walk, you notice that it doesn't seem to, the path doesn't seem to erase as you kind of shuffle your feet and move forward. It seems like this place is sort of outside of the eraser graphite aspect of this world. Hmm. But there doesn't seem to be any sort of special magical element that you notice. Okay. So should we just keep walking straight to the first clearing? Yeah. That's we'll sort of where it splits. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we walk on, get ourselves to the clearing, and we're looking at the forks in the road. Yeah, so um, when you guys make it to the clearing, everybody give me a perception check. That is a d20. At 14. Nine. Six. Okay. 14 is highest. So the clearing is sort of... Sorry, seven. About the size of like a large, maybe a large campsite. Not super huge, but big enough that you can move around and move through it. At the edges, you notice there are, so as you see the paths that lead off the two directions, at both paths, there seem to be small stacks of books next to the path. Hmm. Like Small stacks of books. Next to both. Yep, next to both. Okay, well, I'm going to okay. go, go to the left and just grab a book and start looking through it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. uh, Both of you make investigation checks, please. 16 plus 5, 21. Nice. One plus my six. I have a six multiplier, so seven. That was a natural one that you rolled? Yes. 
Okay, so as you so you pick up the books, you look at them. There, there's a small stack. You so forget on the, how to read. Yeah. <laughs> on Tim's side, there are two red books and one blue book. If you did, you just take the one off the top, or would you have taken a specific one? All right. So the blue one was on. Oh, the, the one on top. Yeah. Uh, when you open it up, it is completely blank. And then Andy, on your side, you have two yellow books and a green book. Oh wow! So yellow, green, yellow. Yellow was on top. The green in the middle. Yellow on the bottom. Which one um, do you think? I just like you know attracted to new shiny things, like different shiny things. So I'm going to take the green book sure. and look yeah. inside. As you pull it out, you open it up. It, it is also completely blank. Oh. Um, well. you hear a sort of rustle at the path that you're on, and then all of you feel a sort of quake in the ground. Oh like a, just a sort of general, just a quick kind of stutter. Oh, dang. I'm going okay. to kind of scurry back over to Sam and Ralph Rex with my green book still in hand. You took the book with you? Did you leave the book or take the book, Tim? I still got it. Okay. And you, did you leave the, did you both leave the other it. books there? How big are these I would books? say that I... Probably about the size of a trade paperback. Not too big. They're yeah. small. I think I grabbed all the books. I think I probably would have grabbed like the second one and been like comparing the two when we felt this quake information. Doss. And what was the second one? They're all blank. They're all blank. Yep. They're all blank. Okay. Before, so we're, we're feeling this quake. Mm -hmm. and I just see this thing and I almost wonder like, well, it looks like a notebook to me, right? I mean, it looks like something blank. And I'm, I pose the question to the other guys, like, you guys think we should try, like we have this graphite stuff. Should we try to use it in mm. this notebook? Do you think that would do anything? Yeah, I guess it's worth a try. Could like rub it on the whole page and see if there are any indentations. Yeah. I'm thinking of that scene in Big Lebowski where yeah. he's like trying to figure out the photo. Yeah. Or <laughs> out, man. Flora, you never know where that's, that movie's going to come in handy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's try it. I'll use mine since I posed the question. So I take yeah. the, uh, we'll say the second notebook, which is always a red one. It was it blue and red? Blue on top and two red underneath. Okay, so I had a blue and a red one in my hand. So I take the red one and I take out graphite, spread it on the page. Because it's uh, like a powder, right? So I can't really like write yep. something, right? Yep. Okay. So, so you like smear it over the page. It settles into some invisible grooves on the page, grooves that you didn't see before. And does anybody speak Draconic? Oh, do I, have a, I think maybe I have a spell for languages. Oh, maybe this isn't it. I have a spell for illusory script. You write on parchment paper or some other suitable writing material and imbue it with potent, potent illusion that lasts for the duration. Okay, sorry. That's not like a translation one. I have tongues. Does that is that just for speaking or can that work for writing? I think it's just for speaking, but let me just double check for you. Yeah, the ability to understand any spoken language adheres. Okay. I only have shuffling is a language that I know aside from. Okay, so it's language though. Oh, we yeah. see these grooves. Yeah, so it is like a definitely a written point. language that you can tell is there. As you did that and you flip the page, all of the pages have now have this. Well, I'm going okay. to I'm going to take my green book and do the same thing with one of my little graphite portions. Yeah, the same thing will happen. Okay. Awesome. So can my well, guy run back and get the oh. other books that you left yep. behind? Because mm -hmm. he's a scavenger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 
him, you took two. You took the blue book and the red book. So there was yep. one red book left there. And mm. Andy, did you take all of the books? I have all the books. So. Yeah. And then you took the whole stack. Yeah. Johnny, give me a perception check. Sorry. Here. 13, 17. Nice. You notice as you sort of look around for anything else at the entrance to the path that you came from, sort of set back just enough within some like small bushes, there are, un- there's another stack of small books there. Oh boy. Sweet. Can we discuss snatch them? Yeah. So those books are, there's an orange book, a blue book, and a black book. Hmm. Can I, I take an action? Or is it too safe? Uh, you can do whatever you want right now. We're not in combat. So cool. just whatever you feel like doing. And I grab the black one specifically because magic and throw some graphite on there and see what happens. Yeah, and the same thing will happen as the other books. It'll fill with a script that you guys are not familiar with. I'm gonna do we need to try like, to as we're just like standing there, kind of looking at this puzzle of books. I'm gonna try to like arrange them in chromatic order, like see if I can be like, hey, give me that, give me that black book, give me the um. You've got yellow red, books, orange, books, yellow, books, red books, blue. orange. Yeah. yeah, in order. And I'm going to just put them in order to see if there's any sort of like sense that's to be made of it doing that. Maybe there's not. Um, as you arrange the books, uh, it looks very pretty, but nothing happens. Well, at least it's good for Instagram. Do I need to then. roll? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to roll like, do we need to roll investigation to check to like kind of compare the words? I know we don't speak the language, but just to see if these books are all the same or if they have like noticeable differences. Yeah, so you can roll perception or investigation, whichever you would like, as you hold the books up and try yeah. to compare the, the scripts of them. I'll do investigation. 20. 15 plus 5, 20. Nice. They seem to each be different. As in you what way? Them. In size, in script? Style. In script. Okay. Oh, my God. Gosh. Are the books, you know, all the same size, thicknesses? Like yep, all the same size. Materials. Uh-huh. They do, they seem to be just a normal sort of paper, a leather binding in the various colors. Some of them are like a little bit more scuffed up on the outside than others, but up and then the insides are all like different writing, it seems. All the same language that you don't understand. Comparing the letters of them, it seems to be the same language, but they're different. Different words inside. Does it look like same handwriting? It is like a beautiful calligraphy script and yes, they all look the same. I wonder if I can use, let's see, I was just looking through my spells and I have a charm spell, which, oh, never mind. That's charming to me. I'm just looking to see if there's anything I can like cast on Sam or Ralph to like allow them to read it. And I'm not sure if I do. I have like an enthrall spell. That's really more for combat. I have an illusory script spell, which is me writing into some paper to imbue it with an illusion which isn't the same as like it's an illusion so i don't know if i can actually get people to to like use that to to read do you have any spells tim that might help with this i was just looking through i don't really have anything i feel like at this point i i'm still kind of nervous about that weight or whatever we felt and i yeah. got johnny those that book he grabbed was a little bit off the path right yeah it was just slightly yeah. off just that you didn't notice it as you walked into the clearing you were yeah, just yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right in, you just kind of missed that the, they were there. Yeah. Well, I think my character, at least, would probably, I, I'm going to suggest, like, we should just start going. I think we yeah. should kind 
kind of keep moving. I'm not even going to grab those as my suggestion, but what do you guys think? Like, should we grab all the I think we should or... keep going. We should grab all the okay. books that we can grab all the books in our cloaks okay. and just bring them with us. Okay. So I reach over and I pick up the two that Johnny didn't get, that yeah. Ralph didn't get. Do we have all the books? And then we keep walking. Yep. Yeah. If you guys have all the books, yeah. As per usual. <laughs> yes. Which direction are you walking? There's a path to the left, a path to the right. Mm. They look identical. Yep. In like, okay. So there's not a road less traveled by. Nope. They look exactly the same. Okay. Eerily exactly the same. Okay. Um, just start walking to the left. So what do you guys think? Before we go, I think my guy would like to take a sharp stick and stick it in the middle of the path so that if we go in a circle, we notice. That's smart. Because yeah. that right. sounds sus. And there's someone <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm like, hey, Ralph, you forgot your stick. <laughs> no, dude, stop. <laughs> okay. You say you're so headed to the left? Do you want to go to the left? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's just, again, another path cut through the trees. It is probably a good, I don't know, 20 minute or so walk until you reach another clearing that looks the exact same as the last clearing. So his stick is, there's a stick in the ground where... Oh, no. Okay, sorry. There's no stick in the ground in this clearing. Okay, but <laughs> um, it looks the same. There are a stack of three books at the start of another path that... Oh, boy. ...that leads off. There's only one path away from this one, though. And there's a little stack of books there, and then also a little stack of books on the path that you came into. Oh, well. So what, should we do the graphite speak again? I'm sorry? R what colors are these books? So the one near... Okay, so roll a perception check for me. Okay. You're not rolling to see what colors they are. You're rolling for something else. But... Okay, 15 plus okay. 1, 16. Okay. First off, so the books that are on the path as you enter are purple, orange, and gold. And then the one, if you look across the clearing, again, it's about the size of a large campsite. You see another stack of books over there. And those are black, blue, and green. Hmm. Well, I like gold things. So I'm going to go grab the gold book. Sure. And start looking through it. And I'm assuming the pages are blank, right? Oh, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think I have any sort of like reason to believe that if I like throw some graphite on the page, I would be able to read the script. So I'm probably not going to do that, mm -hmm. but I mean, not waste any more of it. Yeah. At, at this point, like how many books can we carry? Like, I don't know if I should grab <laughs> all the other ones, Yeah, but maybe, I don't know, guys, do you think we should just like keep going and see? Ah, I'm starting to get nervous about like, just like taking all these books. Like, I mean, we can throw them at an enemy. If they, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm starting to feel like, yeah, you know, these are, these are my, what if these are here for a reason? And like, yeah. you should just be like, I don't know. That's by yeah. my character being a well, little I'm, bit of a coward. Johnny and Tim, roll perception check for me. I'm also just going to be like, oh, this gold book is awesome. So I'm keeping this <laughs> one. Nat, natural one. Six. Six? Yeah. Both of those, not super great. As you get further in the clearing, you guys are checking out the stacks of books. You guys haven't touched, touched any of them yet. Yeah, you as you're standing there, you feel another quake through the Ooh. ground. This time it feels bigger, like harder Ooh. than the last one. And it's not like an earthquake, it's like a rumble. Do we hear yeah. anything? 
Ooh. It's just you just steal it. Hmm. Like, That's weird. It's not like a footstep or something. It's like some kind of something deeper. I almost wonder if we're like throwing off the balance of this forest or something by like messing with these books. Maybe I'll suggest maybe we put all the books down and just kind of walk away. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Do you think we should let's do just, that? Let's so, put them together, like maybe in the center of the clearing. Like, like I don't know. Yeah. Like we just kind of drop them right where we are. And put them in a little stack in the center of the clearing and just kind of step away. Okay. We know where uh, we're going to be. You do that and nothing happens. Okay. So we keep walking. Yeah. Let's keep, let's go. The path that leads off you, it looks the exact same as the other clearings. And you enter another sort of camp size area. It is different than the ones you've already been into in a way that there's no books and there's no stick. Okay. Everything else is the same. There are books. Yep. There are books. Closest to the path entering, that would be a black book, a green book, and a copper book. And then the furthest away towards one path that leads out of the thing, there is a red book, a blue book, and a silver book. Oh, geez. So metal, are they metallic? The gold, the silver, and the copper books? They're not like shiny metallic, like you, like like a coin metallic, but they, the leather is like, you can clearly see that it's, it's been like inlaid with some kind of metal. Like guys, Leuchtturm just released this new line of <laughs> metallic books. I have a copper Leuchtturm right now in use. <laughs> so could my character take the copper book and throw some graphite? With the objective of seeing if it's, you know, like the non-metallic ones. Uh, yeah. So the script will appear on the page again in the same sort of language you were unable to decipher before. Crap. It will still. <laughs> um, you there... notice that the book itself, though, is slightly warm to the touch. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. So it seems like after Ralph points out that it's slightly warm. I'm thinking that maybe, yeah, like if we, we should try to get some of these metallic books together. So maybe we should walk on to the next clearing to see if there are any metallic books. Should we go back for the gold one? Yeah, the gold one. There's a gold one and the silver one. that we There's a silver on. one. Yeah. Like, I hate to, there was I hate a gold to... one at the other one, the other clearing. Yeah. yeah, we'd have to walk back. I hate to backtrack, but do you think that it's worth it? Do you think that we should? I'll go. I'm fast, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So goodness. Okay. So Johnny goes gets that. I walk over and get the gold book or the uh, silver book. Pick it up. And then Johnny gets back. Or yep. And then so we have a gold me. and a silver and a copper book. And I would like to hand the gold one to Andy's character. Okay. Because you were looking at it. It oh, looks yeah. like it wants you. I was like, ooh. Yeah. But now we go. Got Beautiful gold. Okay. Okay, so now uh, I guess can we roll like a perception check to see if not like they're all warm or if we have like yeah. anything's different now that they're together? Yeah, give me one second. I'm just looking something up real quick. Or is it an investigation check? It depends. Hmm. If you're going to hold it, it'll be investigation. If you're just going to look at it, it'll be perception. Okay. Are we, we're already holding it, so maybe we should do investigation. Yeah, yeah, investigation. But what if yeah, we because I have all three of them to, together? See if they get hotter. Yeah, let's put the, all three of them together and then roll a 
investigation. I just want to do that because I have a higher multiplier there. Look at Four plus up. five, nine. Eleven plus six is seventeen. Not bad. Twelve. So altogether, as you're looking at the book and and feeling the books, the the copper one is warm. The silver one is cold, like. Not like it's going to freeze your fingertips off cold, but noticeably cold. And the gold one, now that it's with the other two, it sort of lets off like a slight tendril of what looks like fog or gas. It doesn't seem to be harming you, but it just has a oh, wow. sort of, it's just a little bit like wafts off the, the cover. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's weird. <laughs> there, there seem to be like reacting. Is to, I would say that we, Wait, did you say anything about the heat? Like, if we touch it? It's, no, the, so the, the copper one is just warm. It's just warm. It doesn't hurt you. Hot. Okay. It's not like burning hot. Okay. It's just warm. So maybe we take them apart, keep walking. What do you guys think? But we take them with us. Yeah, take them yeah, apart. Just... We split them up. So Annie's got the gold one. I've got the silver one. And I hand the copper one back to Johnny. Because he looks cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's take him and just keep okay. walking. Walk to the next clearing. Yeah, the next clearing is similar to the previous ones you found. There are two sets of books. I assume at this point you're going to be looking specifically for the metallic books. Yes. In these stacks. At this clearing, you find a bronze book. Okay. It's all of the... And it, when you touch it, it kind of gives you a little shock. Oh, wow. Ooh. Well, it seems like this no, is like, maybe like, like a... static, just like static. It's not going to hurt you. Okay. seems like maybe this is like a little catalyst or something. So let's go ahead and hold this up to the stack of books together. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to grab, like get all the books, put them in a stack, hold them, including the bronze book. That's kind of like a little electric up to with the other books and see if and how it kind of affects each other. So I would guess that would be like a, uh, it doesn't seem to. Nope. Go ahead. Uh, you can roll investigation, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eleven plus six is seventeen. Yeah, that's not bad. As you put the book up to the other books, they are again all the same size, sort of same shape. Just one bronze. It seems to have a little bit more wear than the others. Nothing seems to happen though, as far as being with the other books. It still has a sort of slight, sort of shock if you move your hand away and touch it again, but hmm. nothing crazy. Well, since it's a little bit different, maybe it's worth like throwing some graphite in there and seeing if it gives me any sort of script that I can make sense of. So I'm going to do that. Use up one of my graphites. How many did we have to begin with? You have four. So each of you had four to start today. So I I didn't remember how many you used last time. I think I used one last time. So that's all right. We're good. Okay. So I still have two left, but so I throw some graphite in there. Yeah. The same thing will happen as before. Just same script and everything. Same script, but different book. Yeah. Like the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any sort of like distinguishing end papers or like the thing that looks like it could be a title page, like larger folder script? Nothing that you can tell. There are no, I can't remember what they're called, the like really fancy lettering. It doesn't seem like there's anything different, but if you close the book and then you open up at the end paper on each of the books, there is a dragon head in the Ooh. color of the outside of the book. Oh, this is in all the books? All the books. Even like the red one? No, just the metallic ones. Metallic ones, okay. 
in there and it's all text no drawings yep no drawing the, other than the, the dragon no. head and the end paper that's it right okay should we keep walking yeah let's, let's keep walking yeah i'd say we just keep going another, yep. another path yes two three four yeah there's just one there is another clearing same as before what's the what does the metallic book look like and this one the metallic book is I lost my. I hate when I like I'm looking at something and then I change the tab, like a typo <laughs> for the one I have. The this one, the metallic book is brass. Is it shiny brass or like got some patina? It has some patina, definitely. Of all of the books, this one is the most worn. I don't know if this is worth it, but can I do a perception check just as far as like the further we get in to this forest and like the books are getting more worn. I'm just wondering like, are you, or do you just tell me like, is it getting like hotter or is it getting, you know, temperature wise or anything sort of in the environment getting different? Nope. nope. Okay. It was the exact same. Is the sun moving? Uh, like as the days, as you are walking and the sun is moving overhead, like in a normal um, arc. I would say you're probably a little after lunchtime now. Um, we got these. Long. We got these five books. Let's keep going and see what's next. So, okay. Uh, you're gonna keep walking on the path. Yeah. Uh, you'll walk down. You'll walk down the path, and you will come to again another clearing. This one has a stick stuck in the center of the. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right, guys. I think we just went in a circle. I feel like my, so these very much seem like magical books. And I feel like as a warlock, I should have some, have some ability, like, have like know what's happening here or know that like what we can do with it. But I think this is kind of beyond anything I've seen. Roll well, a history or arcana. Oh, history or, okay, let's do a history. Wow. 17. And then I have a plus six, excuse me. So 23. Nice. You, being a lover of stories and art in general, you know, writing being a, an art form, you once read a book about metallic dragons, and you know that the metallic dragons come in copper, brass, silver, gold, and bronze. They are typically considered good. A lot of dragons have a sort of, a sort of thing that they enjoy and hoard. And you know, specifically when it comes to books, brass dragons particularly enjoy books and hoarding libraries okay. and knowledge brass dragon should we i don't know should we try to How summon many books do we have total i think we just have the metallic ones i think we dropped yeah, all yeah, the five yeah five ones. do you think In it would be worth it remembering that brass dragons like books i wonder if we can try to like summon it and by some somehow by like just gathering all of the books that we've seen into one place should we just like quickly go back through and gather all these books that we've seen and drop like the colored books and just like bring them back into the clearing? Yeah. Maybe the rumble is the. Yeah. The dragon just is like, getting upset about these books being. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, also, this is six. There were six stops total, right? So the one you entered and then there are five other clearings. So it's a hexagon. Pencil. Uh, like a cross. <laughs> so I mean, so. So we just think I'm like, 
I don't know. So, What's so in the even, middle of so that? It's been even. So it's been like six sides. So it's whatever it is. It's in between the paths. So it really doesn't matter which path you go on. We need to get to the center somehow. The core? So I think it, the core. <laughs> can can so we go? Do we gather up all the books or do we just take the metallic ones and start like just bulldozing? <laughs> uh, so just remind me, uh, I remember that like the metallic dragons are, are good, right? Like they're. They're not like probably usually still a force to be reckoned with. Usually considered good. They are, they can still be dangerous. They're dragons. Um, yeah. They don't have the same sense of morality as humans do or people. They are, they're like, if, you know, a town gets destroyed, if it's trying to collect something for its hoard, oh well. But they're not <laughs> going to typically go out and try to, try to just destroy everything sim similar to their chromatic brothers, like the red and the black and the green. Got it. Dragons. I have an idea. Okay. So I have the spell invisibility. So, and it, with this spell, it does say a creature you touch becomes invisible. Am I invisible as well? You know, or is it just uh, the spell isn't called invisibility? Read it real quick. It is a creature, just the creature you touch, not as well as you. Right. So if you touch yourself, was... you'll be invisible. Anybody oh, else? Okay. So could I touch me and want somebody? But you would have to somebody? cast it multiple times, but it's okay. a creation spell, so you wouldn't be able to do that, actually. Sorry. Okay. So um, then I was just going to suggest if I touch myself, do, should I like touch myself, go invisible, and try to like go in and see what I can find in the sort of end of the woods? What do you guys yeah. think? Yeah. yeah. I, too I risky? think you should. I think you should give it a try. Like I, yeah, I mean, we could all just go with you and, you know, be visible or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's I what have a, does. I don't, what do you I think don't know you that well yet. Do it. I, yeah. I have a mask of the wild that I can attempt to hide, even if I'm only partly obscured. Could that like, you know, hide behind trees and bushes inch along so no one knows what's up. Yep. Okay. We'll use that. Sweet. You know, that cool? I also like, I have a misty step spell, so I could, well, never mind. That's just up to 30 feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I actually <laughs> I just saw, I have third level spell of invisibility and it says that using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature. Yeah. So could I do Andy and I, Andros and I, I'll, I'll, we'll be invisible. Johnny will do his little like, chorus forest ninja thing and we'll just kind of start heading straight in we'll do we could do like a you know like elementary school style like holding hands like as we go through around the doorway like our heads them and declaring with the rest of the books sorry are you taking the books with you the metallic books yes. or are you leaving them with the rest of the book take them with us okay cool hey stop stop <laughs> so you are just gonna cut straight through from that original clearing, just go right in. Yeah, let's do it. I think so. All right. Give me just, we'll just do, just keep it simple for the duration of walking through this thick, dense brush. Give me athletics checks. Oh, boy. I'm going to get high on this because I have a negative one. <laughs> oh. I got nine. A 17, so, 17, so 16. 14 plus three, 17. 
not bad. A couple of you have an easier time of it than, than others. Uh, you have to slow down a little bit as Johnny has to try to like get over some bushes and get around some like trees. There's a little bit of poison ivy there. You walk through the forest and by the time you get to a small stone path, it is about twilight. Yeah, and there's just a little path that cuts through some heavy, dense tree <clears throat> that kind of close over and yeah, just a path there. Okay. Follow it. Yeah, let's follow do it. Check the, do we need to check the books first? See if anything's going wacky with books or we just, or we probably would have been checking those along the way, I guess. We are. Sure. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. really happened with the books. Nothing's changed. Yeah. They're still yeah. let's, they're much the same as they let's, were. Let's go down on. the path. Well, I will say my okay. spell, it says it lasts one hour. So I guess we're not invisible anymore. So yeah, it wore you... off at some point. Uh, did you mark off that. a spell slot for that one when you did it? I did it. Well, I meant to. Did I? No, I didn't. Did that. Yeah, just mark. Yeah. Just make sure you mark off that spell slot. As you follow the path up, it leads straight up to a massive bookshelf. It is just a typical wooden shelf that is sort of covering the whole path and the trees kind of branch up against it very densely. You're going to have to like pry them apart to get through the trees. The bookshelf is arranged in chromatic order from the top all the way down to the bottom. And there are sort of slots, empty spaces in the shelf. Uh, every they, so they correspond with our metallic books. A few of them do. There are 15 empty slots on the shelf. Hmm. Well, probably, guys, it seems like we should have grabbed all of the books, but we only grabbed the metallic books. So I wonder if we should first see what happens if we just slide in the metallic books where it seems like it makes sense. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that's so good to me. Yeah, make sense. Yeah. Okay. We're going we're gonna to slide in the five metallic books kind of in the slots where they make sense. Okay. As you do that, you're going to just do, each of you are going to take a couple books and just do it all at once, or? I think I, I think have, like, the, all yeah, the, the gold one and the brass ones, so I think we're just going to do them all at the same time. Do them all at the same time? Okay. As you s stick the books in the slots, the ground, like, rumbles enough that you are sort of, like, shifted as you're standing, and then five sort of massive creatures crash through the the surrounding brush and these creatures they are all metallic in the same metallic colors that you have your books they are sort of tall built like a column and they have a slight eraser sort of head on the top and they have arms that sort of stick out and then they have a they each have like a long sort of rod that's like graphite oh wow are, these are okay. mechanical pencil golems. <laughs> I was going to ask if, if they're making any weird noises. Are they? They uh, are not currently making any noises. They are just standing. <laughs> they broke through the brush and they are surrounding you completely. I wonder if um, I should do some sort of a check to see if they're aggressive or not, or if they're just standing there. Is that a, a thing I need to roll for? You can make a perception check. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Perception check, and I'm basically just trying to see if like they're aggressive or if we need to like fight or talk mm -hmm. oh four with plus one so five that's not great yeah they don't seem to be doing anything they're just standing there okay do they have like expressive faces and eyes they have eyes they don't have mouths they just have like just black fully black 
like round orb eyes. Oh, so we can't tell like they're looking at us. Uh, they are a lot taller than you. They're kind of looking over you. Ooh. They're pretty tall, about, um, I would say, like seven feet tall. I'm definitely going to be curious too, so I'm going to try perception as well. See. Yeah, go for it. And I do well. Okay. <laughs> seven plus five, four, so 11. Yeah, that's, that's not too bad. They, similar though, just looking at them, they look like they're staring over you guys. They're not, do, not doing anything. I wonder if they're um, waiting for the dragons or something because they sound, it seems like these are like little golems. Like maybe they're like the guards or predecessors, like of like the dragons. Gosh, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to throw a rock at one. That was <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> oh, which, Should I just try that? Are you going to throw a rock at? What? Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see what they do. I'm running. Can, can I try to talk to one before you do that, Jim? I guess so. I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to just walk up to one. I have like a, and I'm not going to throw an enthrall spell, but I'm probably going to try to go up to one and just like get one to talk to me. And I don't know if that's like, if that's like a charisma or persuasion or what, but um, uh, I'm going to try to engage one in conversation or introduce myself. Oh, you're just, that's what you're going to do? You're just going to introduce yourself and ask? And ask them to introduce themselves and just try to get like them to speak to me. See yeah, uh, I would say roll a persuasion check. Persuasion. It's going to be a high DC considering they don't have mouths, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Well, I have a plus six. All right, so I have a six. I rolled a six and I have a plus six, so 12. As you introduce yourself, it does not appear to realize you're even talking to it. It cool. still continues to stare over you. It hasn't moved. It's holding its graphite rod in its little hands. Yeah. But you hear a slight plop in the dust and the dirt at your feet. And if you look back at the bookshelf, one of the books has fallen, coming out of the slot and fallen on the ground. Does that book color correspond to the one I just tried to talk to? Yes. Same color. Okay, Tim. You want to throw a rock at somebody? I get, yeah. <laughs> Say I pulled out a rock. No. Okay. But I just thought that book fell out. That was weird. Should we yeah. give? What, what happens if we take the book to the, to the thing? As opposed to like it being we, on the shelf. Do you want to try it? Should I do that or throw the rock first? Should we try? I think you should uh, try to take the bro. book to it. Sorry. Okay. What did you, what'd you okay. say? Ralph? I was keeping the book. Bend down. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to take the book over to the one that Andy just tried. Which color were you? I, I didn't check with that. I walked. Yeah, I think you said you had the gold one. You had the. I was carrying the gold book. I don't know if we decided which one I walked up to mm. try to talk to. So let's say it was the brass one. One second. I didn't write down my. Thing. That one was. I think that's the one that had like a gas coming off of it like it's like yeah. gas gas coming um, as, off of it and it was pretty worn yeah so as you get close to the the golem it the book itself starts to let off more gas the closer you get to it roll who's got the book who's taking the book I Tim just, roll me a it's a constitution like it's starting to poison or something <laughs> I do believe it is a constitution saving throw. All right. I have a negative one in constitution. 
Got a weak tummy. Okay. Let me just, yeah, it'll be a constitution saving throw. All right. I rolled a, a seven minus one, six. Ouch. I, I have a guidance spell that I think can like increase that. Can I use that? Yeah. Does we'll like a little bit and say you used it before he was walking to the golem. I think guidance gives you a d4. Yeah. So remind me what I do with that. Like you just add uh, four onto whatever he did. So what will happen is you'll just say that you give them guidance. He will roll a d4 and add that number to the check. Okay. Oh, okay. So I had six, so I rolled a four. So oh, nice. I, that's so the DC 10. was 10, so that's what you need. As Thank the you, gas you increases, when you get closer, <laughs> you feel yourself getting a little sleepy, <laughs> but you kind of shake it off and and really it's just, <laughs> your ass is just curling off of it as you get close to the golem. Okay. <laughs> I lay the book down and kind of like, I would say that I would, Probably would notice it getting like gassier. I don't know if I would get all the way to it, but I might kind of like toss it towards its feet and then back up. See what happens. Yeah. As you, you get close and then as the book gets close, the golem is going to make an attack against you. No way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Here oh, we go. Just me. And that rolled. was a natural 20 that it rolled. You're going to take. Okay. D6. Oh, oh damn. Okay. Seven. Yeah. All right. You're going to take nine points of slashing damage from its graphite rod. Ooh. Dang. Okay. Ooh, good thing okay. you didn't throw a rock at it. Yeah. Okay. Can All I, right. Ouch. Yeah. Can I try something? Yes. So, so we have both those little, like, how, like, portions of graphite, but we also have little portions of eraser, right? What happens if while this thing is like slashing at Tim, I like with a graphite rod, I'm I throw, I throw a portion of eraser like sort of like in the path of the slash of the rod. Oh, uh, okay. So you're gonna try to intercept the sort of attack. That try to intercept, throw some eraser at it. I don't know. Maybe it won't work, but we'll see. Sure. Do we will make it sort of like a like a sort of counterattack situation. Okay. So roll a d twenty. Add your, I wouldn't say your proficiency modifier because you. this is kind of a new thing. So just roll a d20 for me. Okay. Three. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> eraser sort of, it races at the edges of it. Okay. Um, and I will say the attack still happens. I don't remember how much damage, but we'll say you'll take two points less damage okay. than you would have taken. And the end of its rod sort of breaks off. Ooh. Okay. So this is effective, guys. Okay. So Tim, just take away two two of the points of the damage that you took. Oh, okay. So yeah, seven. So taking Andy's cue, the same golem that just attacked Tim's character, could I take eraser dust and just sort of mash it on its face around its eyes to see what happens? As you get closer, it's roll a d twenty for me. Are the other ones just standing there? A lot of goes in my head. The other ones are just standing there. They're not doing anything. Five. Five. As you get up there, you sort of have to jump a little bit to get the eraser dust on its face. You're able to sort of erase its face, like its facial features, but it is still a golem and it's still kind of moving its arms a little bit. Oh, okay. And I'll say at and this point, everybody can roll initiative. Okay. I was going to say, is it going to keep attacking us? Okay. 11. Oh, 20. <laughs> Seven. 
Well, pretty nice thing. Change my camera. But you can see that. All right. So for the listeners who don't see the video, and if you want to see the video, just subscribe to our Patreon at any level and you can watch the video of this. Our dungeon master is drawing basically just like an encampment or like a staging area. And there are five circles that represent the golems kind of arranged in a hexagon pattern. And she's labeling them with, I think, the color of metal that they are. And one of them, by the gold one, there's a book laying on the ground. And I think, I think, Monica, we were talking about the brass one. I think we threw the brass. Oh, was it the gold one? Oh, it was the brass one. I think it was the brass book. Yeah. We'll go here. How far apart are they? They're about two feet apart. This is not going to be accurate with my squares here. Just trying to face them. Okay. They're very close. She's laying down some dots that I'm guessing are representing us. We're kind of like standing in front of this bookshelf and all of those golems are surrounding us. So that's great. We really <laughs> can't like get out easily. Okay. Oh gosh. Remind me of your character names. I completely forgot. There's Johnny's Ralph. Ralph. I'm Ralph. Andros and Tim is Sam. Okay. And I'm wondering if like we need to just get this book back on the shelf. Like, is it gonna, is it gonna chill out? If we put it back on the shelf. Look at all the dice you have. Dice. Holy crap! That's awesome. A lot of dice. All right. So, what was everybody's initiatives? Mine was twenty. I was eleven. Seven. Uh, Tim, you said yours was eleven. Yep. And then Johnny. Seven. Seven. Since I rolled a twenty, maybe I should. So you go first. All right. I'm going to try to grab the book and run over to the sh- get it back on its place on the shelf yeah so just roll d20 for me nine nine um you grab the book and you are able to get almost back to the shelf we'll say about right there yeah it's not as far as distance wise you just as you get closer the book starts to let off more curls of gas and seeing what happened to Sam earlier, you kind of stop and just wait a second. So you're not going to have to feel the effects of it. If that makes sense. Unless you want to, unless you want to try. No, I'm feeling a little shocked that like I reacted to this. So I just drop it in its path and back up. Okay. So you're going to drip the book right there. Yeah. Just back up slightly kind of out of the range of the gas. I'll have you back up just a little bit. So now the book is laying just right in front of the shelf, and I'm just, I just backed up a little bit. And yeah, the golem has its rod and it's sort of holding it up. And the further you take the book away from it, it was moving. And then the further the book gets away, the more it sort of slows down and then mm. freezes. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is my turn. Uh, yeah. So, yep. Tim, you're up next. Okay. I have a cantrip. It's called a mage hand. Mm-hmm. Where I can like I produce this pan that it can manipulate things, and so yeah, I'm going to ask Mage Hand to pick up the book and put it back on the shelf. That's a useful yeah. spell. Yeah. Do you put it in the exact <laughs> slot that you had that it was in before, or do you put it in a different slot? Mm-hmm. There are three slots in each color section that correspond with the books. You guys put them all in one slot before. The rest of the books oh. are still in the slots. 
Do you put it in the same one as last time or one of the other two slots? No, a different one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As you, the mage hand comes up and slides the book in the slot, the brass golem sort of starts to vibrate and then it collapses into a pile of graphite dust. Oh, geez. Okay. Abruptly. Okay. <laughs> Refill our little graphite pouches with it. You absolutely can. Hell yeah. <laughs> Record much, pop, but yes, you can. <laughs> you roll into a scavenger, like, just like run over immediately. Cash, like coming <laughs> over. Okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, so we stashed. We're out of initiative now. Okay, so now um, I guess the fact that they, so wherever we when we move that, yeah, we got rid of this column. So do we need to move the other books, or do we wait for them to? Do we have to talk to them first to see if it's in the right place? Maybe. I think I'm going to go over to all the metallic books and just rearrange all of them, right? Like maybe somebody can kind of help me do that real quick is just take them yeah. all out of the okay. places where they are and just like put them in a different place. So are you going to remove the brass one or leave that one where it was? No, we're going to leave that one. Yeah, leave that one. And right. just, and just the rest the... of them you're going to move? Yeah. Let me... Here. So I'm almost wondering if we have to talk to them to test it to see if it's in the right spot. Because that's the only way that the other one popped out. Uh, you realize that it was in the wrong spot. So the oh, copper me... golem, the silver golem, and the gold golem all also collapse into piles of graphite dust. The only one left is the bronze. Okay. So it could be maybe that we're actually putting these in the right spots. Maybe the goal is to uh -huh. like, yeah, so. So, the, so there should only be one more option for the bronze one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. We move, move the bronze. I, like I'll, I'll move the bronze one into the last option. Yep, last and spot. that one also collapses. Okay. And then at the okay. same time, the shelf sort of opens, opens up. And there's like a passageway between. It I is hear a little like Zelda like do, 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 <laughs> noise. <laughs> okay, so oh, there's cool. a passageway. Mm -hmm. I mean, is it leading into graphite? He's just like we turn <laughs> around and go home. <laughs> he's like coughing out graphite you got like yeah. black got like graphite uh, real um, quick i'm gonna go over and like maybe get a couple of portions of those dissolved graphite golems just to like load my bag back okay. up yep definitely yeah same here yeah and then should we go on is, is it a dark path yes i have a light spell yeah so maybe it's a light cantrip Maybe I should cast that. And you touch one object that is no larger than 10 feet in any dimension until the spell ends. The object sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. So, gosh, what are my objects again? How do I look at my objects? Didn't you say you were carrying like a staff or something? Oh, hold up a staff and I'm just make that a little flashlight. So I'm going to... Hold that in front of me. <laughs> Cosplaying my favorite sort of like Gandalf style character. <laughs> Are you guys just going to walk? We're just, just going to, I'm just going to bluster on ahead. Yep. You guys walk in. You just walk down. It's a pretty narrow passageway. You can only can follow behind each other um, as you walk. Uh, Andy, you walk, uh, you feel sort of a slight sort of energy um, in one area before you walk into this open um thing that you see before you like an open okay. 
what we're situation. looking at here uh, is... The fire, there's four pillars that like sort of light on fire as you pass through that energy field. Ooh. Okay. And then you notice four creatures, one in each of the corners of this. So I see of... five. This is not a creature. So there's like an altar oh, there with a box on it. Got it. Uh, what four order creatures. are you guys? So Andy was first. So what order for the for you two? I'll say that looks right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So uh-huh. so Ralph is sort of like in the between us and mm-hmm. Sam's kind of bringing up the end. All right, I'll walk in here. I'm going to shine my little light on the, those creatures and see what, if I can see what they are. Is that a perception check? Yeah, roll a perception yeah. check. And then also everybody needs a roll initiative. Perception check 18. Nice. Initiative um, 15. Initiative 17. 18. Oh, look at this. Yeah. yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Gonna roll one initiative for all of the yeah. creatures. Oh, that is not a d20. It's not gonna help me. Uh-huh. Gotta be one in there. There we go. <laughs> all right. So tell me again your initiatives, real quick. My my initiative was 15. 15. Johnny? 18. 18 and Tim, 17. My perception check, I think, was like 18. Was yeah, high. it was pretty high. And then 14. Okay. So the initial order is going to be Johnny, Tim, and then Andy, and then the creatures. As you guys enter okay. this sort of room, you see these creatures, and they all look like like little dragons. Oh. Like little baby dragons. And they're all in different colors. Brass, you've got bronze, silver, brass, and copper. No gold here. Hmm. What color is the altar? Uh, The altar is black. And there's a box on it that is like a, it's like a purple heartwood on top of the altar. These dragons just like hanging out, sitting there? Are they in some sort of... No, as you enter, they start getting off their little perches and moving towards you. And we already rolled initiative, so... The first person in the initiative is going to be Johnny. Oh, man. I are want they, a stab one. But that might are they aggressive? Well. Or are they just like, <laughs> hey, mommy. But yeah, they they seem aggressive. They're, you're okay. going to have to fight. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. You get the impression that you're going to have to fight these guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> All time. So I have a, a thingy called sneak attack where mm-hmm. I can deal extra damage. Yep. So... Within five feet of it, so maybe I'll run up to the brass one and yeah. pull that yonder. I think there are, I'm just looking up to see, and I believe there are conditions on sneak attack, though. You have to be within five feet of an ally, or does it say on your sheet? You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. That enemy is incapacitated, and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So Sam's right there next to you. I'm apparently way off in the boonies. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. You just, yeah. Go ahead. You make your attack. You just roll your d20. 16. 16. Well, you just said brass dragon. That hits. Yeah. So just roll your damage. What's the damage? <laughs> Sorry. 
No, you're good. So you're going to see it on your sheet or your the app. Use sneak attack. So whatever your weapon is, it'll say what damage you can use. I can't. You have a all right. Is that what you're using? <laughs> An all. And we were said those are dagger stats. <laughs> so it's going to be going to be one d four for damage, but with sneak attack, one d eight. No, that's your hit dice. Sorry, my tablet died, so I have to look everything up. No. Um, Oh, for the sneak attack, it says uh, 3d6. There you go. So you'll right. do 1d4 for your, your dagger and then 3d6 damage on top of that. Okay. Figure it out. Yeah. One plus three plus five. So 11? Yeah. Got it. All right. It's got to let out a like a grumble as you attack it. And yeah, you'll get that hit in. 11. It looks pretty hurt already. Excellent. All right. And which one was that again? That was that the... That Brass. Brass, yep. Brass. Okay. Finish him. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is... Yeah. yeah, so remind me, I can do an action. Like, I can do something with, like, my dagger, and I can also cast a spell, right? I believe that it's one or the other, unless you have a spell that you one can other. do okay. as a bonus, attack, a bonus action okay. or a similar. Okay. Then I am just going one action, to so. one action. Yeah, I am going to. Yeah, I'm just going to attack it with my dagger because I have lots of spells that aren't like I, I kind of screwed myself and I have all these spells that are non like damage inducing. They're all like hold something still or make something distracting or <laughs> charm them or whatever. You're not a violent so man. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can try to charm it. The... Up to you. You're gonna are you gonna go oh, at the wait. brass? I could so if, if I do charm person, then it's gonna regard me as a friendly acquaintance. So if it's, I do that, is it gonna like fight on our side or something? So I have a charm like, person and I think it's only for humanoids. Uh, okay, yeah. So humanoid, I see that. Okay. I'm just gonna go after it with the dagger. So the same <laughs> uh, same one. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So just make an attack. D twenty. Okay. Um and uh, do I have it no I guess no modifiers for this. That's for saving throws. Never mind. Okay. Uh, two. Two. Uh, you swing out at the dragon, and it's going to sort of put its wing up and block and keep you okay. from hitting. Okay. Well, Do you have any bonus actions that you want to use or anything like that? Uh, use, that's like the cantrips. Nope. Cantrips are no, a different thing. Bonus Where are the bonus actions? Um, they should be the, should be in your actions. Action. Towards the bottom, there's yeah. bonus actions. Okay. It's just two weapon fighting. Oh, so, so if you have two I, daggers, I you can make two small knife and I have a dagger. Yeah, so you can make another strike at the creature if you have one in each hand. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen, that will hit. Yes. And then you'll just roll damage for it. Yeah. And I think that's one. And that was just the dagger. Um, dagger? Uh, yeah, dagger. Yeah. I so think that was a yeah, D4 plus two, it says. Yeah. Okay. So, D plus two is four. Nice. He is still standing, but looking pretty hurt. And next up, it's going to be Andy. All right. Well, I'm going to, you know, I did. There we go. use my wand, give it a little Eldritch Blast. Yeah, at the dragon, the same one? At the, oh gosh, we have so many dragons. I... Yeah, like, let's just take them one by one. I'm over at the Brass Dragon. Give it a little 
give it a little Eldritch Blast. Are you going to move so you can get it within? So you don't. Well, no, I guess they're all taking. I should probably probably hit whatever is closest to me. So we're all taking like offensive. Yeah, am I closer to? I can't read the two metal dragons closest to me. Uh, So we've got this is the copper one, this is the bronze one, and then the silver one over here. All right, it looks like I'm pretty close to the copper one, so I'm just gonna go ahead and give that a little, yeah, little blast. And remind me what I'm rolling for. D twenty. D twenty. Two. Two. So that. (laughs) You'll. You said you're using your wand. You're gonna like. You'll. Aim it at the copper dragon, but you're kind of distracted by all the shiny because you like the shiny, and That's it's going to just skim right past it on the temple. I do have a bonus. I do have a dagger. Yeah. Might as well do, um, well do a bonus action. What, oh, yeah. You have a bonus action attack for dagger? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Four. Man. Four. <laughs> distracted by so much shiny. Feeling a little so upset tough. about your miss, you're gonna rush up with the dagger, but like the other dragon, it's just gonna extend its wing down and block the attack. Yeah, at least it wasn't um, an unarmed strike melee attack, which I assume is just me going. <laughs> dragon's turn, so we'll start here with the copper and yeah. attack you, Andy, since you're right there in front of it. It is going to use its acid breath. Ooh. And it's going to... You're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Is that d20 again? Yep. And then add your modifier for your saving throw. It is 12. And then where do I find that modifier? Well, if you got a 12, that's fine. The DC was 11. So you're good. You're not going to take the full damage on that. Okay. We'll take half damage, though. That's going to be 10 points of acid damage. Okay. Where do I put that in my little guy? My my hit points. Oh, oh 10. Oh, there should be like a little thing where you I can click it. a plus or a minus. Yeah. yeah. 23 oh. now. Okay. And the next one is going to be the brass dragon over here. Since Johnny hit it hard and, and worse, it's going to use its fire breath. Dang. Oh, that will uh, roll a const or a dexterity saving throw, please. Thirteen plus. That'll be good. Yeah, the DC was eleven, so you're good. You'll just take half damage. It's gonna be six points of fire damage. Can I use my uncanny dodge reaction? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the one that reduces the, it, right? Would, yep, by half if I can see them. Okay, so you'll only take three points of fire damage. Next up is the silver dragon. It is. It's going to get off its perch and come over here, and it is going to. I'm just going to make... turn around and run out. <laughs> Leave you guys. See ya. That is going to be a hit. It's going to do its cold breath at both of you, both Johnny and Tim. So you both need to make a Constitution saving throw. Crap. Oh. Two minus one. One. Ooh, I got 14. You go die. So, <laughs> Tim, you're going to take 18 points of cold damage. Dang. And Johnny, you are going to take uh, nine points of cold damage. So, that brings me below zero. So, it's oh, like... <laughs> you are down. <laughs> I'm down. 
I was at 16 out of 23. And so that puts oh, me no. at like negative two. So yeah. you will just um, fall into like just fall unconscious on the ground there. Okay. Um, sure. Mark it so we know. Okay, Ralph. Okay. Dang. Yeah. I can't. Up to us, I have cure wounds, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't uh, cure them. You do have, I think everybody got healing potions. I think I gave everybody two healing potions. Okay. Remember, remember? We'll just say everybody has two healing potions. It is an action to feed someone a healing potion. Okay. Just it's an FYI. Um, oh, Tim. The bronze dragon is going to get its perch. Ralph takes all of my graphite. Here, and that is all it's going to do. And then we're back to the top with Donnie. Well, I would definitely like to give Tim a potion and sort mm -hmm. of shake him. Yeah. See if it works. All right. Jared! Uh, <laughs> Potion. Let's see how much you heal for. Four D4. plus four. Oh. four D4 plus what? That seems like a lot. 44 plus four. Does a potion yeah. of greater healing. So roll 44 and add four. Okay. Four. Deuce. Okay. Seven. Eight, nine, ten, fourteen. Nice. So you will heal 14 points. All right. Dang. Get out do you have a bonus action you can use, Johnny? It's all to <laughs> cunning action to dash, disengage, or hide. I'm going to hide yeah, behind the altar. Gonna... Right behind the altar. Yeah, you're just going to come like, up here. Yeah, there's my bit, Tim. Peace. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you will hide. All right, you are next. Okay. So I've got an idea, which is like a dangerous idea. But I'm wondering about this. So I have Thunderclap, which is, well, where are we? Does it work up here inside? Well, no, we're outside. Aren't we? You're inside no, a room. We're inside a passage. So does it does it have to be outside? Yes. You said it's called yeah. thunderclap? Yeah. It says you create a burst of thunderous sound. Yeah, it would um, be you could do is it anywhere, inside or outside. Okay. So everyone but me has to do a constitution saving throw mm -hmm. or you get two D six damage. But that okay. would include like you guys. So, so, but I have cure wounds. So, like, I'm thinking that I could, like, you know, I got potions. I can, I can, I can help you out afterwards, but they might take some damage. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to do, I'm going to do thunderclap. Yeah. So they would need to make constitution saving throws, mm -hmm. which I will. Do you Sorry, want to guys. do the saving throws now, or would you like to? Do you think that's a good spot to end? I think that's a good cliffhanger, whether or not we yeah. Yeah. <laughs> succeed or not. Yeah, yeah. We succeed in Thunderclap. All right. Yeah. Okay. There then. Yeah. <laughs> Give everybody a good shot of the board. Thunderclap hanger. Oh, good. <laughs> so it's making me want right. to play this like regularly. <laughs> it's yeah. a fun game. Yeah. There are some solo adventure cues that you can play. Yeah. That you don't need a DM for. It's like choose your own adventure. Well, we're going to wrap up there before Tim claps his thunder. <laughs> and we'll be back for episode 200.3 next time. And we'll wrap up our awesome adventure and then maybe we'll get to chat about it. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. If you're on Patreon and you can see us, super thank you. Right. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.